Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I want to talk about two heel hook systems. You're new to leg locks and you don't know where to start. Or maybe you're a brand new blue belt. You finally can start applying heel hooks during rolling and you want to get better at them. Whatever the case, you need to start by mastering these two systems. We found at 10th Planet Decatur, students that spend a couple of months drilling and learning these systems have immediate success when they start applying heel hooks. We require all of our blue belts to know these systems and we want them to be able to perform them at a high level. I'm gonna do my best to talk you guys through these techniques. I'm gonna start by talking about the outside system. So the outside system is in reference to the outside heel hook. It starts in the ashigarami, and from there it goes to the reap, and then you finish with the heel hook and the outside ashigarami. We start with the ashigarami because it's the easiest to enter of the three positions, but it doesn't have the best control and it's not the best position to finish with a break. Anyone that spent any time trying to get better at the ashigarami position knows how frustrating trying to control the position can be. Constantly, opponents will push your foot off. That heel that's supposed to be dug in into the hip, it's just so easy sometimes for opponents to get that foot off and hop over and then you've lost the position completely. It's crucial when you're first learning this outside system that you spend a lot of time practicing controlling your ashigarami because you need to have a tight ashi. The biggest mistake I see guys make is that outside foot, the foot that's supposed to be dug in, curling into the hip or the upper thigh they push and so they use their heel to push and when they do that it becomes very easy for their opponent to clear that foot off and then again hop over and they've lost the position completely two things that are really important when it comes to controlling the ashigarami one is a scissoring action you need to make sure that you have two opposing forces so my outside foot is going to be 90 degrees so i'm going to create a 90 degree Uh, angle from my foot to knee to hip and I want that digging in I want to use my hamstring just a slight hamstring curl instead of a push and now the inside leg I need that knee pushing so it's going to cover the heel of my outside foot and I also want that to be a 90 degree angle from my foot that should be hooking their other butt cheek to my knee to my hip That scissoring action makes the world of difference. It completely changed my ashigarami control and it allowed me time to start manipulating and going for heel hooks from that position or transitioning deeper into this system. The second is my weight distribution. I want my weight constantly trying to cover the foot of my opponent. I want to be heavy on the leg. If you're not heavy on the leg, then you're going you're gonna to have a very tough time controlling and looking to isolate and pin. Um, if you can't isolate and pin, I should say, the leg, you're going to have a tough time controlling the position. And so proper weight distribution is something that I think is really misunderstood in a lot of these leg lock positions. From the ashigarami, we're, gonna tr- uh, we're going to transition to a outside reap. And so it's crucial that when I go to the outside reap that I do it in a ball. And so I want to not lead with my foot. This is really important. I do not take that outside foot, the foot that was in the hip from the ashigarami. I do not take that off and just cross the center line. 
and go into the reap. What I want to do is I want to bring both of my knees to my chest. Like I'm trying to get my knees to my chest. They're obviously not going to be able to make it, but that's going to get me in a ball and I'm going to use my whole body to go into the reap. It's going to be a much more powerful reap and you'll find that it puts a lot more pressure on your opponent's leg. And so my knees come to my, like they're coming to my chest and then I cross the center line and extend. Now from that extension, you're not in the best breaking position. So a lot of people really confuse the reaping position as this like absolute leg lock destroying position. It's really not. It's not the best place to finish the heel hook. And it's not the easiest point of entry. But the reap is the best controlled position in the outside system. And so there's a lot of benefits in going to the reap. You can really slow your opponent down. You can put pressure on the knee. You can get finishes from there. I actually prefer the toehold finish. Uh, we call it a steering wheel toehold finish from that position. But we're going into the reap. And we're making sure, again, the most important detail is that we're doing it in a ball. So my knees come to my chest, that back's rounded, and then I cross the center line and extend. Now, a lot of people are going to try and roll, and this is where it gets, uh, I think, is probably the most important part of the outside system, is since I'm putting that pressure on, my opponent is going to force, uh, I'm basically forcing him to roll, and he's going to force the roll uh, if he's any good. And now from here, what we're going to do is we're going to stay in a ball. I like to actually build base from my forearms. And so as we roll, I put my forehead on the ground, and I use my forearms to push my butt back towards my partner's hips. Now from there, as we roll, I'm going to look to grab the heel hook. As my foot comes to the outside, and I should finish with a fully locked in heel hook in the outside Ashigarami position. Now, this is very important because the outside Ashigarami is the best spot to break the leg. That's where the best breaks are going to happen. But if I do not have the heel hook, then I should not be in out, the outside Ashigarami position. A lot of people enter that position, whether it's when they're playing guard from bottom. And they're having a tough time getting maybe that single leg or that ashigarami sweep. And so what they'll do is, is they'll bring that inside leg and then bring it to the, the outside. And they'll get smashed from there. Or they'll try and invert underneath. And a lot of guys really struggle. It's crucial to recognize that the outside ashigarami position is very difficult to control. And it's honestly, in my opinion, it's the worst place to enter. You need to have the heel hook before you go to the outside Ashigarami. And so this system is teaching you how to transition when your opponent counters. So the first counter is your opponent's just going to push that hip uh, foot off the hip. You're going to bring your knee to your face, and then you're going to reap. Your opponent counters that by rolling. You counter that by going into the outside Ashigarami position. And if you do your job right and you build base, you stay in that curled position, you'll find that getting the heel hook during that roll is incredibly easy. The biggest mistakes guys make is they, they do the roll like almost like a barrel roll with their body uncurled. Their body's too straight. 
and they find it's really difficult to get control of the heel. So if you're not getting the heel hook, and you don't have to do this fast, I actually recommend doing these transitions very slow at the beginning. You should spend some time just in that kind of your partner's kind of belly down right there, and you're looking your face down. Your forehead's on the ground. You should be in a ball. You need to push your butt back, okay, like a cat. You want to be that rounded. And we call it breaking the ice when you reach back. Like you're doing an elbow, like you're taking your elbow like a karate master and you're going to break the ice, okay? You're doing an aggressive elbow ice break uh, to grab the heel hook. Once your arm's in position, you finish the roll and your foot should now be on the outside into the outside ashigarami position. And you'll find that you are in a fantastic, the best position to break the leg from an outside heel hook. Now, the inside uh, system obviously now refers to the inside heel hook. The inside heel hook is so much easier to finish than the outside heel hook. I mean, people call it the rocket launcher of jiu-jitsu because you can just create so much, you can cause so much damage. Even if you don't really understand how to apply the best braking mechanics, just due to the position and how weak those ligaments are on the inside of your knee and how weak your knee is on the inside, it's just so easy to cause major, major injuries. So we start that position in the top side, Ashigarami. And so think about Nikki Ryan, that Nikki Ryan entry, you're in the leg drag or you're passing a Torionda and you, you know, you pass the leg across like you're going to go to a leg drag. All you're going to do is put the foot on the hip and your legs are going to be exact same details on the regular Ashigarami are going to be applied to the top side Ashigarami. Now the top side Ashigarami definitely has the worst control of all the positions. And so this is a position that you might get quick heel hooks. I've seen tons of quick heel hooks throughout the year, and I've seen some devastating straight ankle locks. I think the straight ankle lock from the top side Ashigarami is actually the best play. But we're still trying to get that scissoring action. The outside foot, the foot that's on the hip, is not pushing. It is doing a slight hamstring curl. You're focused on the scissor in that your inside knee or your inside leg, that knee is going to be just trying to cover. It's going to be pushing out. So that's creating a frame right there so your partner can't come up into you. And it's also giving you just opposing forces to really, uh, the opposing forces that are being applied to your training partner or opponent's leg. Now, from... The top side, we're going to do the exact same little sequence, okay? From the top side, you imagine your partner tries to defend. He pushes that foot off. Your knees come to your chest, and then you're going to reap across the body. Well, this time when you reap, it's the honey hole. So not quite the same force being applied to the knee from that outside reap. This is an inside reap. So you're in the honey hole, and the honey hole is the best control position as well as the second best breaking position. So a lot of people prefer the honey hole because, again, it is the best control position. Your legs are safe, but it's not the best breaking position. It's the second best. But of all the positions, it has the most, I think it's probably, again, the best position due to how it ranks in all three. Like you can get some pretty good entries into it. Not the easiest to enter, but 
the entries, and there's a lot of dynamic entries from, you know, just reverse X entries to you think about the Imanari roll, uh, the back steps, like the entries aren't too complicated. They're definitely more advanced and uh, harder to hit than the regular Ashigurami and the topside Ashigurami. So ease of entry, not too bad. Best control though, your legs are the safest. And the breaks from there due to it being an inside heel hook rather than an outside heel hooks make it very powerful. But from that inside, um, from that inside reap, the honey hole position, a lot of people, if they're doing their job right, they're going to hide the leg. They're going to hamstring curl and hide that leg in the ribs. And it's going to be difficult to dig that leg out, to dig that heel hook out. And so due to the inside reap, a lot of people are going to follow that reap and they're going to roll. So you're forcing a roll again. Now, from there, we're going to that same position, forehead on the ground as we roll. I like, again, to put my forearms on the ground so I can back my butt up and I can stay in a ball. It's crucial. I'm telling you, I cannot stress how important that ball, being in a ball like a cat, okay? It's going to make it very difficult for your partner's defenses to stay or his leg to stay connected to your ribs. And it's going to make digging that heel hook during the transition a thousand times easier. We're doing that same ice break, okay, from that belly down position where we're aggressively bringing that elbow back so we can secure the heel hook. From there, once I've got the heel hook, we finish the roll. That leg comes to the inside now, or excuse me, back to the outside, and you finish in the 50-50. Now, the 50-50 is the best breaking position. That's where the most damage, I think the best break happens from the 50-50. You've seen a lot of devastating breaks over the years. I mean, if you just think about Ryan Hall versus BJ Penn and what Ryan Hall's been able to do with his, uh, you know, his 50-50 details, and I mean, he's absolutely destroyed dude's legs. And so the 50-50 is, in my opinion, if you're going to become a leg locker, I think you need to spend tons of time mastering and defending and attacking the 50-50. But obviously having the heel hook in place before you get to the 50-50 is ideal because then you don't have to worry about your legs. You don't have to worry about that 50-50 position where, oh man, I'm just in just as much danger as my opponent is. And so we like to tell guys, especially at the beginning, never go to 50-50 unless you have the heel hook grip already in. So if you need some extra braking power or the guy's trying to roll out and you're having a tough time, uh, in the honey hole position or the saddle, whatever you want to call it. Um, just make that transfer to 50, 50. It's a lot easier to pin your opponent's hips and to get a bent leg from the 50, 50. A lot of guys now are so good at hiding their heels, hiding the heel hook from the honey hole that I think, again, you're starting to see a lot of guys prefer finishing from 50, 50. I mean, you just think about the Gordon Ryan versus Felipe Pena match, and then you think about a couple, like a year later, Felipe Pena getting tapped by Tex Johnson. I mean, honestly, Gordon Ryan's absolutely toyed with Tex a couple of times now. Like, Tex is a great, he's a phenomenal grappler, one of the best black belts in the world, but he's not to the level of Felipe Pena and Gordon Ryan. But uh, Felipe tried to escape the 50-50 like he would uh, the honey hole, and he, almost, he basically got his leg broke. I mean, he definitely took some major damage because he just didn't quite uh, understand how to defend the 50-50. He had spent all his time working 
the defenses to the honey hole that his 50-50 defense was lacking. And it was obvious. And so being able to transition through all of these positions is going to really put your opponent off guard. Like if they're giving you trouble in any of these positions, you can just transition to the next. And that transition, what it does is it helps you beat your opponent's defenses. It helps you beat their counters. So you're countering their counter. So when you're in the topside Ashigarami, look, the counter is to push the foot off and hop over, right? Well, instead, I'm just going to go to the reap. I'm going to force a reap from there. So if I don't have the heel hook, I don't get it. Well, you push it off. I'm just going to bring that foot, the, my knee, that knee to my face, and I'm going to use my body to cross the center line, and now I'm in a inside reap or the honey hole position. Now, from that honey hole position, you're doing a great job of hiding, and you're going to force the roll. A lot of people are going to try and roll out of your honey hole. What you'll find is, again, the, the straighter you are and the longer your body is elongated. If your body's elongated, it's going to be very difficult for you to keep the knee line and pretty much impossible for you to get the heel hook grip. You need to practice. I'm telling you, this is why we do these two systems is so you can practice getting heel hooks during transitions. You're getting on that forehead. You're using your arms, your forearms to push your butt back so you can stay in that cat position. It makes it way tighter and almost impossible for your opponent to clear the knee line and you'll find that you're getting heel hooks during the transition on guys that you've struggled to heel hook for months or maybe even years. I mean, I know that was a big thing for me um, is like it really changed my success rate when I started adding that detail of making sure that I stayed rounded, that I stayed rounded the entire time I was going for these leg locks. Okay. When I stayed rounded, guys had a much harder time defending and connecting to my ribs, you know, straightening their leg and hiding the heel. I found that I could move around that and really get good bends and then get good breaks on my leg locks. So I hope that helps guys. And I want to just break it down one more time in that each system, it starts with the easiest to enter. Then from the, that easy entry, we're going to the best control. And then from the best control position, we're moving to the best position for breaking. Okay, you need every position in the system. If you just try and master the Ashigarami, you're going to find that your leg locks aren't, um, are not as efficient and they're not as powerful as they could be. You're not finishing as many guys as you could. Just like a lot of guys, and I think the one that I've seen for a long time where a lot of people just know, all I try and do is get to the honey hole. The honey hole is the only one. It's the best one because it is the best position. But if you're just good at the honey hole, you'll find that you really struggle to finish guys that are pretty good at leg locks or that have seen a bunch of leg locks and they've been, you know, they've been learning their leg lock and working on their leg lock defense for the past couple of years. You'll find that just always getting to the honey hole isn't really an option. People are very aware now of those honey hole entries. I remember a few years ago when the back step to honey hole, I mean, I went to a couple of gyms uh, that were predominantly gi focused and I just murdered people. I mean, I was a purple belt just murdering dudes, brown and black belts, uh, tapping them three or four times in a round because they just didn't know those entries. But now everyone does. Everyone knows that back step entry. A lot of people are really aware of the Iminari rolls. They're really aware of the reverse entry. And so you need to use that position as part of the system. And you'll find that if you put the time into transitioning and controlling 
all three. So whether you're working the inside or outside. And you can obviously pass between. So at any point, especially during the reap, so from those reap positions, since you do have the most control, it's really easy to just pass the leg across. And so you can go from your inside position and you can pass that leg across. So you can go from the honey hole, you can pass that leg across and now you're in the outside reap. Or obviously vice versa, you can go from an outside reap, pass the leg across and now you're in the honey hole. So being able to move between both systems and as well as obviously moving between the different positions in the system you're going for is just crucial and it's an absolute game changer. Now, I'm not quite sure if there's any free videos. I think there might be on YouTube. I would just type in inside heel hooking system and outside heel hooking system. Or you can even maybe try like Ashigurami to the reap to the outside Ashigurami, you know, something like that into YouTube and you might be able to find videos. I know Brandon's got it on his website and he teaches it. I mean, he's the guy that really broke it down for me uh, a couple years ago. And man, I've seen him change so many guys, like make them pretty good or take the guys that were like, oh, they're not bad at leg locks. They've got a, you know, a tight straight ankle lock and he's turned them into do, do not let that guy get on his legs because there's a really good chance you're going to be tapping from a heel hook. So if you're interested in heel hooks, make sure you master these two systems. That's your homework. Spend the rest of the year, if you've got any interest at all, master those two systems. And I'm telling you, 2021 people, by the end of it, will be going, oh, my God, dude. John, he didn't, I don't know what happened to him. Last year, you know, he could maybe get me in a leg lock every now and again. Now I cannot mess around because if he gets my leg, I'm going to be screaming tap. Remember, guys. My product, it's $59. It's $59 for over two hours of instruction. And I'm telling you, it is well worth the price. It will level you up guaranteed. I've even forgot to mention, man, I've got a couple of really good truck details. Really good truck details. I've been messing and ma trying to master the truck the past couple of years. And uh, there's a couple of details on there, one in particular that... I really think anybody that's, you know, into the truck and trying to get better at the truck position, you need that detail. Without it, you're just going to be at risk um, for getting the truck flipped on you. And whenever you're going for the truck and somebody flips it on you, it's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. It's kind of like your big brother, like, oh, you're trying to do something to him. And he just easily, maybe it's like you, you cross your big brother up and you're going for the layup and then he just swats the ball. 15 yards into you know the street and you're like oh my god you know i thought i finally had him that's what it's like it's like oh man i feel like i finally got my instructor in the truck and i'm going for the truck roll and then he just stops you flips the truck on you and now you're in a twister and he's laughing it's the word i love doing that to people so got a detail on there that's been a game changer for me it's you know i can't honestly remember the last time i got the truck flipped on me because of this detail so check that out guys support i appreciate you guys man you guys know how much i love you until next time peace